welcome to Chills, a podcast where we talk about the paranormal, true crime, and our own personal paranormal stories. I'm your host, Nina Cardona. And I'm Preston Forrest. If you have any personal paranormal stories you would like featured on our podcast, email us at chillspodcastnp at gmail.com. The email is located in the description below. On February 1st, Chills turned one year old. We would like to thank everyone who has listened and who has been with us since the beginning. We truly appreciate each and every one of you. We couldn't have done this without your support, so thank you. This week, we will be covering the story of one of the best known and oldest hotels in Texas, the Manger Hotel. So sit back, relax, and enjoy this episode of Chills. In the early 1840s, in San Antonio, Texas, a German immigrant by the name of Manger had opened and operated a brewery. His brewery was so successful that in 1857, he decided to build a hotel to accommodate the many customers that frequented his brewery. Again, the hotel was so successful that Manger had decided to build an addition between the brewery and the hotel, which was completed in 1858. The hotel even had tunnels under the basement that connected the brewery to the hotel, where he let selected guests on tour. In March 1871, Manger died in the hotel, which left his widow and his son to take over. Only a couple years later, the Manger Hotel became the best-known hotel in the Southwest. It was also well-known for the food they had served in the colonial dining room which included such specialties as wild game, mango ice cream, and snapper soup made from turtles caught in the San Antonio River. The only thing that sounds appetizing to me is the mango ice cream. I was about to say mango soup. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, that mango ice cream sounds delicious. The construction did not stop there. In December 1881, an east wing was added. Then, by 1887, the manager at the time, Herman Campman, supervised the installation of a new bar, which was a replica of the tap room in the House of Lords Club in London. This new bar includes a solid cherry bar, cherry paneled ceilings, French mirrors, and gold-plated spittoons. I didn't know what a spittoon was, so I looked it up. It's a metal or earthware pot, typically having a funnel-shaped top used for spitting into, especially by users of chewing and dipping tobacco. That sounds disgusting. It's not just the salty spittoon. That's what I thought of from Spongebob. Mm-hmm. Yeah. A few years later, in 1892, Teddy Roosevelt visited the Manger Hotel on a javelina hunt. Then six years later, in 1898, Teddy Roosevelt returned to recruit his Rough Riders at the hotel. And then in 1905, he was back for a banquet. Again, the construction continues. In 1909, the hotel was again enlarged with an addition to the south side of the building. Architect Alfred Giles added a Renaissance Revival detail and stucco brick pressed metal and cast iron to the main facade. With such nice and detailed architecture, the Manger Hotel had become a popular meeting place for the rich and famous visiting the area. And just when you thought there couldn't be any more construction, in 1951, a new wing was added and the whole building was completely modernized. 
1976, the hotel was added to the National Register of Historic Places as a part of the Alamo Plaza District. Lastly, the Mango Hotel was again renovated in the 1980s. The Manger Hotel still includes the famous Manger Cherry Bar and the Colonial Dining Room where the famous cuisines were offered. The Manger Hotel includes 316 guest rooms and suites, with many of these rooms overlooking the Alamo, Pool, or Alamo Plaza. All of these rooms still have the furniture, art, and accessories from the hotel's earlier days. It also includes the four poster beds, velvet-covered Victorian sofas and chairs, marble tabletops, and period wall coverings. I feel like that makes so much sense why it's haunted. Like, they kept everything the same. This hotel was under construction for a hundred years. Yeah. This is like the streets of Dallas. It's never finished. Oh my gosh, yeah. It is said that 32 different ghosts haunt and reside at the Manger Hotel. We won't be covering all of them, but we will be talking about the most popular ones. It was at the Manger Bar where President Teddy Roosevelt would recruit unsuspecting cowboys for the first U.S. Volunteer Cavalry under his leadership, known as the Rough Riders. Teddy Roosevelt would offer these cowboys a free drink, or several drinks, in order to persuade them to join. The next morning, these men were on their way to a military training camp in Fort Sam Houston before joining in the Spanish-American War. Now, it's said that many people have seen Teddy Roosevelt having a drink at the bar. That'd be a sight to see. Could you imagine seeing the ghost of a president in San yeah. Antonio, Texas? I'd be like, I met a president, and they'd say, which one? I'm going to say, Teddy Roosevelt, and they're going to look at me like I'm crazy. Next, we have Captain Richard King. He was the owner of one of the largest ranches in the world, the King Ranch, which is located in South Texas. Today, King Ranch now covers 825,000 acres. That's bigger than the state of... What was it? Rhode Island. California. That's bigger than the state of Rhode Island. Richard King was a frequent visitor of the hotel, so much so that he even had his own personal suite. Richard King fell ill due to stomach cancer. When he found out about his impending death, he spent his last months at the Manger Hotel. On April 15th, 1885, Captain Richard King's funeral was held at the parlor room of the hotel. Today, he is seen in what used to be his suite, which is now named the King Ranch Room. He can be seen entering the room, walking through the walls where the door used to be located before the remodeling. There have been sightings of a ghostly woman sitting in what used to be the main lobby of the Minger Hotel before it was remodeled. She is described as wearing an old-fashioned blue dress, small wire-framed glasses, and a tasseled barrette in her hair. She sits quietly knitting. It is said that a staff member of the hotel saw her and confused her for a guest. She asked the woman, Are you comfortable? May I get you anything? The ghostly woman replied with an unfriendly no, as she proceeded to disappear. That would scare me. Can I get you anything? Now! <laughs> Basically. Another recorded encounter is of a guest who was stepping out of the shower only to see a ghostly figure dressed in a buckskin jacket and gray pants who was having a heated conversation with an unforeseen apparition. The ghostly figure loudly demands, Are you going to stay or are you going to go? Three times before they disappeared. 
Can you imagine? No, like, dude, I'm trying to take a shower and you're yelling at me. (laughs) Are you going to stay or go? Like, let me dry off. Oh my gosh. I don't even know what I would do in that situation. Gosh. Adjacent to the hotel is the Alamo, which attributes to some of the haunting that takes place at the Manger Hotel. The soldiers that died during the Battle of the Alamo are said to roam the hotel. Employees and guests of the hotel hear footsteps that sound like old, heavy military boots pacing around the hotel. Other ghosts that frequent the hotel are guests that have stayed throughout the years. That must be some hotel for you to die and be like, I want to come back to this hotel, that one hotel I stayed in in San Antonio, you, you know? You got presidents, you got rich, rich ranch owners, you got soldiers, man, you're balling if you're a ghost at the Manger. Mm-hmm. Next, we have the most sighted spirit, which is that of Sally White. Sally White used to work as a chambermaid for the hotel. She had an abusive husband, so when they would get into arguments, she would stay overnight at the hotel. Then, on March 28, 1876, Sally's husband attacked her inside the hotel, which left her with life-threatening injuries. Unfortunately, two days later, she died due to the injuries. The hotel ended up paying for her funeral service. Today, hotel employees and guests have seen Sally walking along the hotel hallways in the Victorian wing, carrying around a load of clean towels for the guests. Sally is described as wearing an old long gray skirt and a bandana around her forehead, the uniform common during her era. It is also said that she still performs her duties within the Victorian wing. One of my childhood friends, Danielle, might have had an encounter with Sally's ghost when she stayed at the Minga Hotel. So she sent him this story. Okay, so a couple years ago, I was in San Antonio with my fam. My grandma lives there now and we were visiting. We had been walking around the city visiting the Alamo, Ripley's Believe It or Not, Ben and Jerry's, the Riverwalk, just touristy stuff. We also had plans to do a historical ghost tour later that night, but I wore new tennis shoes that I hadn't broken in, so I got a really bad blister and I didn't want to go. My parents, of course, didn't want to drive me all the way back to my grandma's house outside of downtown, so my uncle and his wife offered their hotel room, the Minger for me to stay in while everyone went on the tour later. They told me it was haunted and that William Minger had died there in one of the rooms. He was the owner and the guy who had built it back in the 1800s. And also a chambermaid had been murdered during the same time period. That's Sally. I didn't think much of it. I just wanted to get off my feet and relax in their comfy room. Monkle led me up to the room, all the while trying to scare me. Didn't work. He could see how much pain I was in, so he showed me the room and also offered me to soak my feet in the tub if I wanted. He left after that and went back to the group on the tour. I turned on the TV, took my shoes off, and headed to the bathroom to rinse my feet off. They had brought so much stuff with them, full-size shampoos and conditioners, loofahs, etc. I gathered all of the stuff in my arms and dumped it in the sink so I could sit on the edge of the tub and soak without knocking all of the stuff over. I'd clean it up afterwards. I also texted them and asked if I could take some of their Advils. They said I could, and I took some of the aspirins they had. After that, I dried my feet off, went back to the main room, and watched TV until I passed out. I'd been in the sun all day, exhausted, etc. I'm not sure how much time had passed, maybe an hour, maybe longer. I remember it being so cold while I was sleeping, though. 
My uncle came back to get me and walked me down to my parents in the lobby. I got my shoes back on and then told him to wait a minute. I had to tidy the bathroom before going because I had just thrown everything in the sink. He turned the light on to the bathroom and was like, what do you mean? I said, I made a mess moving all of your stuff when I was using the tub. He thought I was joking. I don't know why he thought that until I looked into the bathroom and saw everything was back where it was. I didn't do it. I know I hadn't. I looked at him and was so freaked out. He was freaked out too because he could tell I wasn't lying. I basically ran out of the room with him following. He said it was probably the maid cleaning up like she used to. I didn't want to hear it. I just wanted to get as far away as possible. It was so super weird I felt so creeped out and ice cold. I might have been in the presence of a ghost. Literally no one else had been in the room but me and my uncle. I honestly think that definitely sounds like Sally. Like if she still performs her duties like till this day, I'm pretty sure she was like, oh, look at all these bottles and stuff. Let me go ahead and clean up. Yeah, but that is her. so creepy. But I feel like, I don't know, I would have been thankful. Like, oh, thank you for cleaning. But at the same time, I think I would have been way too creeped out to say thank you. Would you leave a tip? That's a good question. I don't know. I think we should go. I want to see Sally. Yeah. But maybe just Sally. None of the screaming ghosts. None of the unfriendly old old lady knitting like none of that i think sally would be a pleasant ghost but at the same time i know i'd be so freaked out i want to see if i can get that ghost that's peeking on people in the shower he's not peeking on people he's having a heated argument uh, with an unknown entity oh okay gotcha. <laughs> you know this and that concludes this week's episode of chills Join us next week for a conspiracy. If you like what you heard, it'd be helpful if you left a review on Apple Podcasts or followed us on Spotify. Thanks again for listening. We'll see you next week.